0: It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff So You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all your subscriptions, past episodes, and more. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at pinballprofile. We're also on Facebook, and you can email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. It's great to be talking to a friend of the show because when I first met this woman, she helped me out immensely with the Pinball Profile World Tour when I headed down to Houston, Texas. That's where we are right now. Elizabeth Dronay joins us. Hi, Elizabeth.
1: Hi, Jeff. Nice to see you again, or talk to you online, as it is.
0: (laughs) It is good to talk to you. Happy Mother's Day.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: I hope your twin daughters are going to be spoiling you.
1: They are. They're already planning what they're going to be cooking for me, including some strawberry shortcake, for sure.
0: Now, you told me before we started recording that the girls are now 15, and uh, you were doing a little bit of shopping for them this week. Um, Mm -hmm. At least attempted shopping.
1: Yes, we're trying to buy a new car, and uh, we this is pretty funny. We told the guy, well, it has to fit a pinball machine in the back, even though we're looking for our daughters." <laughs> and uh, he, of course, was shocked. You know most people don't you know in our community, everybody thinks that there's, of course, cars with pinball machines that can fit, but he was taken aback. and, and we did look at several options. I think we're going to go with one that's for me instead of them, and then they can have my car. How's that sound? Happy Mother's Day?
0: Hey, that's good. You get a new car.
1: That's exactly what I was looking for. I even asked for the Mother's Day special.
0: Oh, very nice. Well, good luck to you. A lot of people in the area certainly know about what you've been doing, Elizabeth, for years, in fact. With the Bells of Space City, you're the tournament director. I saw you at the Space City Open. We're now coming up to almost two years when you ran that big, big event there, won by Ashley Ludwig. You've been busy with pinball for a long, long time, haven't you?
1: Yeah, we really, since um, our house. Flooded during Harvey. I know that you did a a pinball profile on that. That's when we really got deep into our league, Space City Pinball League. We had been playing pinball for a while when the girls were smaller and we had collected some machines. But after the Space City players came and helped us with our house, we just found such a wonderful community that we just want to give back all the time. Both my husband and I volunteer as tournament directors. I'm on the board of directors, and I run all the women's leagues, but I also run a lot of the flip frenzies that we have. And then I also help with the Houston Arcade Expo. I'm one of the planning committee for that because of the tournament.
0: Because you run so many different tournaments, and the one you helped me with when I was there at Einstein's Pub, which now I guess has a second location in Houston—
1: yeah, it has one. It's a little south of Houston and, uh, Richmond, kind of by Sugarland, which maybe people would recognize more, but it is more family friendly. The one that we went to
0: was for 21 plus. That was in Katy, Texas, if I recall.
1: That is in Katy. That's where I work. Katy is now really part of Houston and Greg, the operator is just wonderful to us. He has all the LEs. He buys all the new games. They're fantastic condition. You know, he's just so good to our league.
0: He was good to the tournament when I was there. I mean, he gave a bunch of free games out to all the members too. So I definitely remember that. But we ran a Flip Frenzy back for the Pinball Profile World Tour. You run so many different tournaments, different ones too, for the Houston Arcade Expo. Which ones are your favorite or are they all kind of unique and special in their own way?
1: Well, I love match play tournaments. so They would be my favorite, and I really love the Bells tournaments. We usually host those at the Game Preserve, or we'll do some league nights at different players' homes um, with people who have different collections. And I think that the match play four-player groups are my favorite. It doesn't matter if it's a strikes or if it's a flip frenzy. Well, I guess I really just like the four-player groups is what I should say. The flip frenzies are two people. The Match Play four-player groups are my favorite. I love to get to know people and talk with them.
0: I guess Match Play is unique in the sense that we all love it from our Pinburg days. Rest in peace to that wonderful tournament. But they are... Interesting. You know, a flip frenzy is kind of go, go, go. So you really don't get to mingle as such, you know, the pump and dumps. There's a lot of times in queue where you can do your own thing and explore if you're at a show or something like that. But match play, I know at the Houston Arcade Expo, they had big match play events and it was a tough, tough tournament to qualify to get to the playoffs because you pretty much had to finish first or second in every game to advance.
1: Yes, Jeff, but you had two chances. You, you could play twice in the tournament, if you remember. We set it up where there were four different sessions, even though it was match play. It's kind of like Pinburg, And then your best one out of the two counted. So that was a consolation. It was hard, but you had a second chance if you wanted. Take that, Robert Byers.
0: <laughs> oh, did he not qualify?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know if he qualified, but he was <laughs> complaining.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the Robert way. That's the top rope way. And yeah. I know you, I know you're saying that as a good friend of his too.
1: Well, I told him it's all about having fun, isn't it?
0: Only if he wins. I think that's how oh, that's it works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I don't know if it'll be this year based on the calendar and based on COVID and the pandemic and borders and all those kind of fun things if I'll be back to Houston, but I am definitely coming back to that show because unlike any other show I have ever seen, what? A party atmosphere.
1: It is. It's so fun. In fact, I was just talking with uh, Keith and Phil online. We were looking at some different bands and there's some really great options. A lot of uh, cover bands are looking for shows right now to play and we were like kind of interviewing people online. It's looking very fun, very exciting.
0: So putting a big show together like that with Phil, with Keith and others, how much preparation are you doing?
1: A lot of it was already done, you know, with the the, the year that we had to cancel. So we're sort of picking up where we left off. It's the same with the Texas Pinball Festival. I run the women's tournament there. We've done so much preparation and then, you know, a halt. So we're kind of picking up the pieces and taking off from there. So it's not seeming as overwhelming as it has in the past. More excitement and just looking forward to the future.
0: I would have to imagine, fingers crossed, you know, we're, we're going the right direction with the pandemic, but the state of Texas has had really good numbers as far as cases with COVID-19. That was not the case when it first started, but since it began here in May of 2021, things have really changed. In fact, watching my Toronto Blue Jays play the first game of the year in Texas in Arlington and a full crowd and even this weekend playing your Houston Astros, you know, I think it's 50% and that's about to go up to 75% capacity. So It looks like things are swinging in the right direction. Things are getting better, and that bodes well for the fall show.
1: Yes, I agree. I think everyone is so hopeful because, you know, around here, the people are wearing masks everywhere in public, and also everybody I know has got a vaccine, so that's great news. And I'm hoping that the kids get their vaccines next week. They said that they would be rolling them out, hopefully next week. So that's when it's really going to turn around. You know, I teach school, I teach high school. So if you can imagine all those kids wearing masks every day, what a relief when we can take them off.
0: For sure. And then we can all get back to normal too. So get your vaccines and and help out and do whatever you can. That certainly is a message a lot of people have been saying, not only here on the show, but online. And uh, probably if you're playing in a league or you want to play in a tournament, it's going to be these kind of things that get us back to the quote unquote normal. So one thing that's happened since the pandemic is you've kind of taken a little side business, if you will, and really made it a full-fledged business. And we're talking about Upkick Pinball and its incredible restorations. I don't want to short sell it. Tell everybody what Upkick Pinball is.
1: So my husband and I run a little business out of our garage. It's a repair and restoration business. Started off just helping friends but news traveled and we usually have five or six machines we're working on at a time i am the one who really does the playfield restorations i'm talking about hard tops playfield swaps i've done a few overlays polishing up everything getting it working and then my husband kind of takes over the board work the ems together we work on those things and and it's really satisfying it's very fulfilling to make these machines that looked so pathetic, look like beautiful, shiny machines. We just had a customer come pick up a flash cordon today with a new hard top, and it was amazing. The difference, that machine, the transformation of that machine was just so, makes me so happy. I wish it was mine. I'm, uh, I actually ordered a hard top from my flash cordon because it was such a uh, transformation. And then that guy, that customer brought us a pinball machine as a payment in addition to the payment. People are just so thankful that there are people around, and that's why I really like doing it.
0: You take such pride. I mean, I know you have a collection yourself in your family, but you know, this was kind of a little side business before, but because of the incredible work you do, people are like, Hey, can I give you my machine? And and you've made this a business. You're the owner of Upkick Pinball, which you can see on upkickpinball.com. Also on Facebook too. You talked about that Flash Gordon. You can see the after pictures of what you've done. It's spectacular. So I'm not surprised that the person was thrilled, but that's pretty big deal. They gave you a nice pinball. Machine as a payment
1: oh, I know it's a flash, and he had already put new boards in and everything it's just I think kind of rare to find someone who are willing to work on the machines, and people are are just so generous to us and it's a joy to do it as well and Then what I like doing is creating some different mods and art packages. I make cards, I make um, inserts for coin doors, some stickers and decals. I just enjoy doing that. If if you remember when you came to our Space City tournaments, I had done those posters for our league. And it sort of fulfills that desire to create some art.
0: I'll send you a picture when we're done this podcast. I have two of those hanging in my pinball room, in fact.
1: Oh, fun.
0: Those posters were great. I couldn't believe you were – it was a deal. It was like $10 a poster. And I was like, you could be getting a lot more for these because they look gorgeous in my room.
1: Oh, thanks. They're just a donation to the league. <laughs> we, we know we've got to pay for match play. Got to pay all your dues for the website and things. So we just use those to promote it and then get a little donations in. But I'm so glad you like it.
0: Like it. I love it. And I'm loving what I'm seeing on upkickpinball.com because I love older games. I'm fascinated by them. I like the simplicity of some of the rules. I like the difficulty of some of the shots. I like the nostalgia of the artwork. And as you can imagine, a lot of the older machines, especially 40 years and older, are pretty beat up. Well, what you've done at Upkick Pinball is spectacular. And you mentioned briefly the decals. Well, I look at spinners, and one of the hardest things for me to find, and anybody out there, if you want to make one of these, you're going to make millions of dollars. Well, maybe not millions, (laughs) but a lot of money. The old Stern spinners. Hard to find, and you've done this neat thing with spinners and decals, and I really like what you've done.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. What I have some machines that cut vinyl, and we have different printers, and then we have also a, a laser printer that can cut acrylic. So we design some stuff, and then also just repair, replace parts that are broken. And a friend of ours, Brian, he comes over and he's always got ideas for us. So it's nice to brainstorm, you know, what do people want? What are people looking for? What What's broken and can't be found anymore? And then trying to invent something that people will want.
0: It's great that companies are making different play fields, but the swaps aren't exactly easy. And that's something you do and the restorations, the hard tops. But also, too, especially with older games, I have no knowledge when it comes to mechanical repair but definitely circuit board repair and you do that at upkick as well
1: yes we do we work together usually my my husband he figures it out and the girls and i you know he he recruits them to come help Uh, and i think that annabeth is going to be taking some computer science ap classes next year hopefully she'll be on the road to designing a pinball machine sooner or later
0: by the way i couldn't help notice If you go to upkickpinball.com and you look under the stickers and pin section and you'll see this flipster. (laughs) That is totally Phil Grimaldi.
1: Well, that, so I just, that's a very funny story because I had this idea, okay, a flipster and you know, the the guys with the beards. And I said, girls, could y'all please describe for me, what do you think like a pinball flipster would look like? And they said, okay, well, he'll wear like a Twilight Zone shirt. Or one that looks like Phil has one that looks kinda like that. And then he'll have a beard. Anyway, when I finished it all, I said, That looks like Phil. If we all agreed. It was very Totally
0: Phil. I'm gonna post that on Pinball Profile (laughs) on our Facebook page and Instagram too, so check that out. It's so good. Headphones and everything. Yeah, I designed
1: all that, but I did it based off of what they were saying and when we finished, you know, that that's when we realized it was actually Phil they were describing.
0: (laughs) And the sticker, much like Phil, very soft spoken. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah so we did phil's frontier uh we actually bought it from him and then um, i put a hardtop on that one from myself and i took uh, our other friend jim's frontier we basically had three play fields, and i did a Playfield swap he had had one repurposed that, that he bought and so at one time we had three frontiers both of them came out looking beautiful, and then we have an extra play field in the end. But I get the, I get the joy of looking at that beautiful thing. Phil redid the cabinet, and then I did the play
0: field. Again, it's something to see. Upkickpinball.com. And like you said, you're a teacher in high school. You've got two teenage daughters, your husband. You've got the 16 machines at your house. You are a busy <laughs> woman. I mean, Mother's Day better be the day for you. I mean, hopefully it comes with that new car.
1: Well, that would be nice. Also, you know, I need to challenge my girls to a pinball tournament. That's usually what I ask. You know, when we're, when we're hanging out, when they're teenagers, they want to hang out in their room. You know, come hang out with me and we'll play a tournament at home. Sometimes the people in Space City will make bets from afar on who's going to win out of us. We, we just played in the Flip Frenzy and Annabeth won. Usually me, at the one who beats us, but you never know.
0: The young people are certainly motivated to learn the rules and get the skills. And anytime you can beat a parent, I mean, it's a, it's a proud child moment for sure. And even from the parent standpoint too, you know, you still want to be able to do it, but when the kid, surpasses you are like uh, you, you tip the cap a little bit and I first knew about your girls and you even before I came to Houston it was in fact an episode of Backbox Pinball with Lauren Gray and oh, yeah. well you were on there as well I think even one of the first ever episodes too. Yes. So a great pinball family we've learned from Backbox and, and from everyone in Space City certainly knows that and hopefully people will know that here on Pinball Profile as well.
1: Well, the thing about pinball that I love the most, like I said, is the community, the relationships we build, and the people in our league love my children, and they love them back. They're always welcoming. It's exactly what I, exactly the kind of community that I was looking for to raise my children in.
0: Very blessed indeed, and that's why we need to get back and get our vaccine so we can all get together exactly. again and, and head to great shows like the Houston Arcade Expo and Texas Pinball Festival next March. I'm looking forward to these for sure. Elizabeth, it's been great to talk to you once again.
1: Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you calling me. We had a, a good conversation. Sounds like normal. That's <laughs> what I need. some A little bit of normal.
0: Oh, here, here. I'm with you. Happy Mother's Day.
1: Thank you, Jeff.
0: This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're also on Facebook. You can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com. I'm Jeff Teolis.
1: Kick it!